toxic. What is up, guys? Welcome back to Wrestling Crossroads. As always, I'm one half your dynamic duo, Twisted, alongside Brother Pyro. What's up, y'all? And right now, we are going to be recapping NXT Deadline. Not gonna lie, it was one great show. Even for five matches on the card, yeah, absolutely. Each beautiful. one did each one did their job. Oh yeah. But let's kick things off. Starting the show off was the women's Iron Survivor match. This had a lot of action, a lot of back and forth between a, a lot of the competitors, and told a lot of stories. Mm-hmm. St- starting off at number one was Cora Jade, or no, I'm sorry, not Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez, mm-hmm. and Zoe Stark. Like They definitely did a really good job of trying to get the upper hand early because they knew every pinfall counted. Oh, yeah. And as competitors continued to file in, in they realized time is of the essence, and the more people that are in here, the worse my chances are. Mm-hmm. For spending a lot of time in the penalty box, Roxanne picking up the win made my heart oh so happy. And you even got to see a Mr. Booker T get emotional. Oh, yeah. Super emotional on the commentary desk. Yeah. I mean, it was great because this was his student. And um, as you had said, Roxanne did pick up the win. We actually had Roxanne, Cora, Zoe, and Indy who all had a point to themselves. But Roxanne at the last moment picked up that second point. It was kind of helped her. Great. And, was- with, and with how little time there was left. Mm-hmm. All it was was play defense, play defense, play defense, which she did beautifully. I think, and and we'll get into the men's a bit later, but I think, honestly, the women's was more technical than the men's. I, I loved get, the women's a bit, uh, a lot more than I did the men's. When we get into the men's, there's definitely some stuff we're going to touch on. Mm-hmm. That was also a great match. It was. I just say that the women's was actually a bit better, personally. But all right, bring us into match number two of the night. Uh, next one, we had Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn. Um, looking like they could have been sisters or, you know, family members in a way. They did look, they look very similar. And they I did. think that's the Irish roots in both of them. But this match told its story. You knew who was there for, you know, to, to exact revenge, and you knew who was there to play mind games and play mind games. Isla Dawn Both did. competitors definitely knew how to play their role and play, played it beautifully. They did. Um, we also got to see Isla Dawn poison a ref. Same ref that she sprayed with the mist a few weeks ago. I want to point that out. I guess so. They, they, they did touch on that coming in. The referee for this match was also the same uh, referee that got sprayed by that uh, Black Mist from Isla a couple weeks ago. And I love Booker T's comment of, man, if I was him, I would have done anything to not have this match. Here's the thing is instead of getting sprayed with a mist on this one, he was choking it up. Oh, yeah. He was was that black ooze. Yep. 
Like, what was going on here? I mean, I absolutely love that they are now entering in their refs into stuff like this. Yes, the fact that their the refs actually get to be as be bigger parts of the story than what they have been in the past makes me so happy as a wrestling fan. But picking up the win with a little bit of supernatural Again. help. Shenanigans! Isla Dawn. <laughs> Take us into the next one. All right. NXT tag team titles on the line. Pretty deadly. And your boys, the New Day, having won hell of a match. This definitely defined tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. And showed why tag team wrestling is such a lost art form right now. Very sadly, a lost art form. Um, Going into this match, I 100% expected it to go one way. I expected it to be relatively one-sided. It was not. And everybody was able to play a fantastic role. Um, I think Pretty Deadly... I hope Pretty Deadly learned a lot... For, from yeah, from just this having match. this match with two great vets mm-hmm. in the tag team game. Um, moment of the match, I think everybody wants to talk about was the kind of like Eddie Guerrero lie oh. cheat with where, where they were playing hot potato with the tag title. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it went from I don't even remember both of their names because I can I. I I only remember one member of Pretty Deadly's name, and that's the blonde one, and that's Elton Prince. Okay. So it started with the other one and Xavier. Title went from one from one to the other, then to Prince, then to Kofi. And Kofi just threw it up and fell back. Like, yeah, then nope, he, I'm done. Like, everybody, Ralph turns around like, what the hell just happened? Confused. I'm, on, I'm sitting on the couch just dying of laughter, because... Again, great moment. Mm-hmm. Homage to a great one. Um, ultimately, picking up the win was your boys, the New Day. Um, now let's talk about a couple milestones that, that hit with this. Um, they finally become Triple Crown Tag Team Champions. They're the third ever to be Triple Crown Tag Team Champions. And Kofi Kingston now Sets the rec- holds the record for most tag team titles. At one 15, by an individu- individual. By one individual, yes. Mm-hmm. Beating out only two two people tied at 14. Hall of Famer Edge, Hall of Famer and NXT commentator Booker T. You missed, he's a two-time, two-time Hall of Famer. He is a two-time Hall of Famer. He's also a five-time, 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 five-time world champion. Lord, but, let's never have John Cena do that. Oh my God, we'd sit th- we'd be sitting there forever. But um, I'm excited to see what happens next with the New Day because you know this means they're not gonna be on Smack featured on SmackDown as much. I'm okay with it considering they weren't doing they much weren't with doing the New a lot, Day, and the New Day is too great of a tag team to be just kind of overlooked and hidden. Again. I'm not gonna say they were overlooked or hidden because um, they have been fe- they have been featured very regularly to. What was it? Two, three weeks ago, they just had one banger of a match with um, the Usos. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say that they they've been overlooked because they just had a tag team title match. They have been featured at regularly. 
very much regular. Like they, I don't think there has been a week where we haven't seen at least one member of the New Day. And for a while, they were getting kind of overlooked when there was other, you know, other things going on. But I do, I do see where your argument is. So jumping into the next match, one that you were very hide on um was the men's iron survivor challenge match we had carmelo hayes grayson waller joe gacy jd mcdonough and axiom i believe it was jd and axiom that actually started this and i was very scared for for axiom because of previous interlockings with jd i thought he was going to get the upper hand joint manipulation that i want to point out that these two started started off the match really really strong they did Neither one had picked up a pinfall till just about, I think, Grayson Waller came in at three. Grayson Waller did not come in at three. Mello came in at three. Okay, so Mello came in three. Then came Waller, then came Gacy. And uh, you want to say who won? Because I still can't believe it. All right, so after a lot of brutality, attacking each other in the uh, penalty boxes, because... At times, there were multiple member men in the penalty box. It was mainly just JD and Axiom. Let's get the fact that, on it, right? No, because Grayson Waller spent a lot of time in the penalty box as damn self. No, I mean attacking in, in the yes, penalty box. It yes. was JD and Axiom. Um, I want to point out that I'm really upset that JD did not was the only one to not score a single fall. I was, I was livid. I, oh, I know you were, because I was too. Because that was our pick. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be him or Gacy. Um, so, during the closing moments, you had Axiom, Gacy, Waller, Hayes, all tied at two. Waller uh, takes advantage of a small window, picking up the third and what would be the deciding factor. And then wasted a bunch of time by running across, running around the ring. Um, playing defense. And literally playing the ultimate defense. As time expired, to get the right to challenge Braun Breaker at New Year's Evil. I am not happy with who won. Breaker's going to kill him, please. Well, that brings us to our next match of NXT Championship. Braun Breaker takes on Apollo Crews and kind of told everybody who won. Oh, come on! Okay, did... As much as many wanted Apollo to win, realistically, did anybody really see it happening? I mean, Apollo is a great competitor, and aside from him not necessarily being built up enough in my essence, I feel like he could have. There was there was no he way wasn't he wasn't built up for it. There was no way Apollo realistically, due to booking and due to what they're doing with Breaker and him basically being the freaking face of NXT. There was no way Breaker was dropping the title to Apollo not at deadline anyway. So, winning your match, Braun Breaker. It was a very hard-hitting, very physical match. Both of them very, very similar in... Oh yeah, match. definitely a, lot, a ton of respect shown between both competitors, I do want to point out that they are very similar in a lot of aspects: speed, intensity, strength. Um, I think I think Breaker kind of takes over Apollo even, in a good chunk of strength. I don't think so. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it's by that wide a margin. I do not think it's Me by so. that wide, wide a margin. But either with how similar they are, if you're just watching the match without really knowing the the, the storyline and whatever, you can still tell there's a lot of respect between yes. these men. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I am all for the healthy com- healthy and respectful competition that this was, and I wouldn't mind seeing them run it back at some point. I agree with you there. I totally do. So that actually ends. Well, I I'm kind of surprised because this was a very quick podcast for us today. Yeah, well, that, that there wasn't a lot of matches, and we were able to really touch on anything that we pretty much to, yeah. everything we needed to. I mean, um... Oh, let's talk about the post-match real quick, where after Breaker picks up his win, Waller did come out and attack him. I don't... You you pointed this out. I, I will say you pointed this mm-hmm. out. out, And I, I noticed it as well. I don't think there has ever really been a champion attacked as much by their number one contenders... As Braun Breaker. As Braun Breaker. Because literally every time a new number one contender is named, they come after him. Like, with the exception of Apollo, who has not physically come after him. I mean, Apollo has, but with more mind games. Not, it's has No, that's physical, what I'm saying. But he's been doing it since literally the day that he got He's been back doing it for NXT. six months. Yeah. Because he, he dropped back down to NXT back in, like, June. But I want to point out that, physically speaking, no other guy has been really attacked as much as Breaker. Yeah, that's exactly like, what I said last night. Like, I, oh yeah. my god. And it was, I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm watching back and I'm watching and I'm looking and I'm like, holy crap. I was right. She's got a point. Yep. Because like, JD has attacked Breaker. Isla has attacked Breaker. Um, I, I'm sorry, this man has a lot of challengers under his belt. Mm-hmm. Ziggler has attacked him. Champa has attacked Like... It just, it keep the pile stacks up, and I'm just like, wh- why? Why? I mean, I get- Because he's the biggest threat. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for the day he's called up to the main roster. I'm not going to lie. I was going to make a joke before we went into the uh, ending of the the match, or the the, the post-match. Um, our podcast has been as quick about as the um, twerk-off in the- uh, Oh, my pretty God! I 100% forgot about the fact that Elton Prince and Kofi had a twerk off. <laughs> that was the greatest that thing. That was one of the... That was... The that and the Eddie, Eddie Hot Potato uh, moment. Absolutely fantastic. I think oh that's God. exactly why the New Day is going to be great in NXT. Oh, yeah. Because the, the, com- the level of competition in NXT is honestly overlooked, overlooked and slept on. Um, well, think about the tag teams you have that you have the Creed, you have Pretty Deadly, who showed, hey, hey, we're the shit. You have, um, Briggs and Jensen. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that took me so long to think of. You have the guys in Schism. You have, um, oh, what was their name? What was it? Gallus. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you knew exactly where I was going. Like, you have... A lot of tag teams down there. Whereas when you go to the main roster, it's, oh, look, the Usos. You also have Alpha Academy. It's barely a tag team. I mean, if they we're, are if a we're tag talk, team. If we're talking tag teams, it's, oh, look, the Usos. Turn to your left. Oh, look, the Street Profits. 
Do we have any more? No. The New Day. I'm not including the New Day in this. I'm saying if the New Day goes back up to the main roster, it's, oh, look, the Usos. Oh, look, the Street Profits. No one else. <laughs> but yeah. There's like I'm, literally nothing. I'm excited to see their NXT run. I'm excited to see what happens for them going from forward. here going forward. I'm excited for Breaker's title reign. Um, Roxanne Mandy 2. Hopefully this one is legit. Because, you know, Core Jade. I can agree. She screwed her there. Yes. Core so, Jade's my girl, but I can agree. So, so yeah, like, she legit. She also did take the social media and let Roxanne know that this this thing between them is far from over, apparently. I'm kind of okay with it. I mean, I love seeing I mean, happens. I'm okay with it, but I'm not okay with it. Like, let it die. Let it die. You had your moments. We can pick it up in a couple months. Lost. Get your ish together. And then maybe we'll circle back to this. Thank you. All right. That does take us to the end of our NXT deadline podcast. Um, Pyro, when do we come to them next? Um, So we will be coming. We will be putting out on all of our social media, um, personal and professional, um, our end of the year awards. So you guys can vote. You guys will have till about January 3rd. And then we will be coming to you guys the 7th for those releases. And then after that, the next pay-per-view is the end of January. Last weekend in January, we have the start to Mania season with the Royal Rumble. So we will see you guys for those two. Don't forget to check out the social media. Links will be always in the description per usual. So you can definitely check out on our uh, social media pages. We'll see you guys next time. Enjoy. Hope you guys enjoyed the show.